Welcome, welcome everyone to the Big P Show, where everything goes. I'm Big P, and I'll be your host. Got a great show for everyone tonight. Um, got a lot of topics, a lot of things I want to talk about. Um, you know, so let's just jump right into it. Obviously, everybody knows what's going on in the world. Some crazy times we're living in right now. Um, the Patriot Party, January 6th, they went to the uh, Capitol to protest. Um, and just like all protests, it's, it, it got out of hand. Um, and can can I just stop for a second right there? Can we just come to an agreement that moving forward, there are no such thing as peaceful protests. It's not a thing. It might start off peaceful. They might show you some peaceful things. But trust me, Antifa's out there. BLM's out there. Professional agitators are out there. Patriots are out there. Proud Boys are out there. What the fuck do you think is going to happen when you get a bunch of alpha males like that? We're going to fight. We're going to fight. That's what the fuck we do. We fight. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all this peaceful protest stuff, that's out the window. There's no such thing of peaceful protest. And moving forward, people, Americans, should know that. If you plan on going to this protest, you should plan on being pepper sprayed, being hit, being attacked... You know, plan on these things because you're doing a disservice to yourself and your family by assuming that you can go to a protest and just walk away. And I know a lot of people did. Right. I know a lot of people went to the protest, protests and got out of there. And, and that's good for you guys. And, and I'm happy that a lot of people made it home safe, you know, but don't act like it's going to just be a peaceful protest and you'll be right back because it's not. And you and sometimes you won't. In the case of Ashley, right? The conversation she had with her husband. And by the way, where is her husband? I haven't seen him come come out and speak, do anything. I might be missing it. I don't know. I don't have too much uh, news information coming my way. I don't have social media. I don't have t- like I don't watch too much of the news because you don't know where what news you're getting. You don't know what's true, what's not. So I just cut a lot of it out. Um, but bro. To the husband, you, why didn't you try stopping your wife? Why didn't you try to be a deterrent? Why didn't you take her on fucking vacation? Why didn't you do anything to try to stop her? And again, we don't know. He might have. He might have. But this is where he fails. If it was me and my wife told me she's going to D.C. to protest, I'm fucking throwing every deterrent at her possible. And if she's still persistent, and she's persistent to go, I'm packing my shit, and I'm rocking with you, wifey. Because that's what real men do. They protect their wives. They protect their families. They don't just say, oh, okay, babe, see you in a couple days. Because a couple days is not happening now. You see what I'm saying? Like, you let your wife leave to go protest. She got shot. Killed, gone, never gonna see her again. You gotta be feeling like shit right now. You gotta be feeling like shit right now because you could have deterred her if you didn't. I don't know. But what I do know is you didn't pack your shit and you didn't get on the plane with her and you didn't go with her, bro. You let you let her leave by herself. So you failed as a man to protect your wife. Straight the fuck out. You failed as a man to protect your wife. You didn't protect your family. And for that alone, you're a disgrace, bro. 
you're 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 a disgrace. And I understand she's a fourteen year vet, and she, and probably nobody could tell her anything, right? Actually, she's probably fourteen year vet. I do what the fuck I want, you know, you know, military brat or whatever, whatever you want to call it, you know. Being in the service fourteen years, I'm sure could change you a little bit, and maybe she was the alpha of the family. We don't know. Maybe she was wearing the five hundred ones, and he was wearing the skinnies, right? We don't we don't know. But what all I know is what I see. And he didn't pack a bag and go with her and protect his wife. And because of that, she's dead. You know, she's dead, bro. And she's not coming back. So I know you have to sit there and think about that for the rest of your life. And, you know, and for that, I apologize because, you know, she's gone. You have to live with it. And so, you know, it's just, it's very unfortunate. But, you know, I, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. It, it It's a lot of stuff going on right now. The country is definitely divided. You know, either you're on this side or that side. And, and you know, at the end of the day, I'm just going to protect my family, protect the people I love. And that's it, man. To continue day by day, you know. So apparently she was working at a pool service company in Southern California. I'm from California. I live in the Bay Area. Originally, I'm from uh, Riverside, California. Uh, I'm familiar with San Diego a little bit. Um, you know, I, I actually um, never been to Washington and was playing with my, my wife about it. Like, hey, I'm going to Washington to the, you know, to the protest. She She didn't try to deter me. She made me feel bad. She made me feel bad, you know. I I wasn't gonna leave anyways. Um, did I think about going? Of course, yeah, I wanted to go. Um, but you know, I gotta take care. I gotta take care of her first. You know, she wasn't good with me leaving. Then I'm not leaving. You know, and I'm sure she would have reciprocated that towards me if I would have not been good with her leaving. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, everybody does what they want to do. You know, this lady, Ashley, she was passionate. Is that passion? Like, she's willing to leave her husband and her family to go there. And did she go there intentionally knowing she was going to go into the Capitol building? Probably not, right? When you're pumped up and you're with the crowd and the crowd's moving and, you know, it's just happening in real time, right? It's just happening. It's just happening. It's just happening. And then, boom, you're shot. And I seen the video, she there like, where are you here? And she pointed to her neck, right? So it was sad. You could see her life leaving her in the video. It's fucked up. But you know, bro, you're breaking into the Capitol where these people got guns and shit. Like, what do you expect's gonna happen, right? Like they're gonna they're gonna do what they gotta do. You know, you you died in the commission of a crime. So, you know, I don't know. They're they're saying should she get a military um Burial, uh, 14 years service, one bad day. I, you know, give her the military service, man. Give her, to, give her the military funeral. I, I, I would say give her the military funeral. You know, 14 years. That If she did two, three years and then got out and then committed a crime, then I would be like, nah, fuck that. You did 14 years. You went to a protest. One thing led to another and you lost your life. Give her the give give it give her the military burial burial. You know, I think she, I think I think 
you know, she obviously don't deserve it for what she did in this one instance, but she does deserve it for all the 14 years she did, right? Like, come on, I think that outweighs the other things. She didn't kill anybody. She went into a building where everybody was going into, you know, and she got shot and killed. Like, yeah, it, it was against the law, but like, you know, it. I don't think going into that building is enough to take her military burial. My opinion, again, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. A lot of people are going to talk shit, but it is what it is. You know, like, that's how I feel. You can feel your way. I don't give a fuck, really. It is what it is. So it looks like Trump, um, I don't know, some people saying Trump conceded. I don't know. I'm, whether he did, you know, again, the platforms, especially on TikTok, right? So everybody can make a, make a video and it could be a fake video and it'll go viral and a lot of people will start believing it. You're hearing it right. And, you know, for example, you're hearing right now that it's not over and it's just all, this is what they want you to see. It's not over. I'm getting to the point where it was like, it's over, bro. It was over for me when the Supreme Court denied the Texas lawsuit. That for me is when it was done, you know? And I start thinking about, I start thinking about Trump and his three nominees that he put on the Supreme Court, basically, you know? And I don't know, this is, it's interesting because this might've been the, the greatest blooper that Trump had throughout his presidency. The greatest downfall. I wouldn't say the greatest downfall, but I would... It was definitely one of those things you're going to think about. You nominated three people to the Supreme Court. You made three people justices. And none of those three people had your back. None of those justices spoke up for you. And so I know that's got to hurt Trump. I know it. I know it. Because... And that's... and. A lot of people are going to look at it. If they're not looking at it now, at one, at one point, they're going to look at it like, damn, he nominated three and none of them spoke up for him. That's fucked up. They did him dirty. And now I'm starting to see, like, everybody's just going with the program. They want to get Biden in there. For some reason, some powerful person, whoever he or she is, made the call on Trump. You're out, bro. You're done. Somebody made that call. In my opinion, I believe that. He got to go. So they wanted him out, man. They wanted him out. Supreme Court wasn't fucking with him. After he nominated three, they weren't fucking with him. They didn't want to have his back. Pence, I don't know exactly how much power he did or did not have. But it seems like he didn't even try to like do anything to show Trump like, Hey, bro, I got you. I'm going to do everything I can before breaking the law to show you I got you. Now, I don't think he did that. And then he's like rubby rubby with the Democrats at, you know, Nancy Pelosi's over there giving them elbow and stuff like that. So like, you know, when you're somebody's boy or girl, like you're my homie, right? I'm going to do everything I can to show you that I'm rocking with you. Now, some people might cross that line and break the law for you. And some people won't. Some people will take it all the way up to that point, right? Like, I'm willing to do all these things for you, but I won't break the law. And it just seems like nobody did that for Trump. Nobody took it all the way to the bare, all the way to the bare mineral, right? Like, nobody took it all the way down 
until before they broke the law. They cut out on Trump a long time ago, in my opinion. I don't think no like again, nobody backed him up, nobody rocked with him. There was a couple senators, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, but like you know, it seems like nobody really fucked with Trump and nobody and everybody showed their true colors at the end towards Trump. Supreme Court, not fucking with you. Mike Pence, not fucking with you. A lot of the governors, senators, or whatever, they're not fucking with you, bro. And they're doing the bare minimum to show you that they're on your side. You know? So, I, I think that, you know, looking back in retrospect, the three nominees that Trump nominated to the Supreme Court, in my opinion, will be his greatest failure. You know? In my opinion. You know? Nobody spoke up for him. Not one fucking judge spoke up for him. And, you know, they want to put it on the, the Chief Justice, John Roberts. I don't give a fuck who's the Chief Justice. I just nominated three of you motherfuckers. One of you, grow some balls and speak up. At least show me you're fucking with me. Even if you can't do nothing, right? If you can't do nothing, like if you're my boy, like I said, you're going to have my back. That's it. And it seems like that a lot of people left Trump hanging, especially those three justices that he nominated. And, you know, because of that, when they denied the Texas lawsuit is when I was like, okay, yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's over, you know? And then uh, here we go. People saying, no, it's not over. Wait till January 6th, Mike Pence, this and that. And then, you know, they stormed the Capitol. You see how they stormed the Capitol and within a couple hours or however long it took, they were back in the, in the Capitol Certifying the election, again, some man or woman made the call on Trump, in my opinion. Some powerful person was like, Trump's out. They wanted Trump out, man. And for whatever reason, they got him out. And that's that's just how I look at it, you know. And, you know, moving forward, it's like, what do you do? Do you continue to vote even though you feel like your vote's not going to be counted do you just say, oh, fuck it all, and I'm not voting no more, and then you're going to just let, you know, the Democrats win, or, you know, just imagine of, uh, and that's, I think that's what a lot of people want to do. They want to make you feel like your vote don't count, so you could be deterred, right? I think deterred is the word of the day for me, <laughs> fuck. But, yeah, I think they're just trying to make people, like, think, like, your vote's not going to count, bro, so don't even think about it. Or, here, look at these numbers. We're way up so there's no need you shouldn't even go and vote because you have no chance anyways and me personally i'm kind of like fuck bro i don't even know if i'm gonna vote anymore but that's playing right into their hands right but at the same time how do i know my votes even being counted right like you just don't know so what do you do man what do you do in this situation i would love to hear feedback you know if are you voting are you not gonna vote if you're voting do you does any part of your body tell you, hey, your vote's not going to count, right? Like, because I get a little bit of that. Thinking about voting, I'm like, man, my shit ain't going to count. That shit don't count. Are you going to be the same way? Are are people like that? Are people going to come out in 2024 in greater numbers and vote and still lose? Because if more people come out and vote in 2024 and the Republicans still lose. It's all bad. And by the way, Republicans are weak. Weak as fuck. The Republicans, let me tell you, they're weak. 
They don't have a spine. They don't know how to fight. They don't get dirty. They don't, you know, the Democrats, they're vicious. They'll fight. They'll get dirty. They'll play dirty. They'll break the rules. They'll bend the rules. They'll do whatever the fuck they got to do to win. The Republicans won't. The Republicans won't. Republicans want to see the path. As long as the path is right, let's follow the, the, the path of righteousness and let's follow the path of justice and let's go through the process. That's what Republicans want. Process. Democrats want results and are willing to do any and everything to get those results. So how can you fight somebody who's fighting dirty and you're not fighting dirty? You're going to have to fight dirty when you're fighting a dirty opponent. It's not. And, and when is when is a fight ever a clean fight? We're fighting out here, bro. It's going to get dirty. But Republicans, again, all they want is process. Do it by the process. They want a process. Democrats are like, fuck the process. We want results. And that's why Democrats are in the position they are now. And that's why Trump's going to be out. Because Republicans are weak. And all the Republicans, for a, a, except for a couple handful household names like Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, and a few others, are weak as fuck. You know, Lindsey Graham, for the last two, three years, he's talking about putting people in jail, bringing people to committees, and, and he wants to put Hillary in jail, and, and, and we're going to do a special count. The whole fucking time, nobody's went to jail. Hillary didn't go to jail. Fucking the Clapper, Comey, none of them went to jail. Nobody. Everybody's out free. But yet and still, Lin, Lindsey Graham's here talking about Ooh, we're gonna we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Shut the fuck up, Lindsay. You haven't done shit. You haven't fucking done shit. You haven't put nobody in jail. You haven't done anything. Get the fuck out of here. Quit going on Fox News and saying that people need to be held accountable. We know people need to get be held accountable. Motherfucker, people need to be charged for high treason. It's just not happening. For some reason, it's not happening. You know, and it, it's just it's a scary thought because like these people can get away with whatever they want and nobody's going to do anything about it. You know, and that's the that's the unfortunate reality we live in today is Democrats could do whatever they want and get away with it. Republicans have no spine, are not going to fight. And you know, this is going to hurt the Republican Party moving forward. They are not going to, I don't know, 2024? I don't know. I, I just feel like no... Nobody's going to vote for a Republican. It's, it's, it's the Trumpers out there. There's 75 million Trumpers, not 75 million Republicans. Trump has transformed the Republican Party. And the Republican Party, in my opinion, is on a downward spiral. And if the Patriot Party can rise up, then we might have something there, you know. But, yeah, man, it's just politics, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's fucked up. All right. Well, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. Um, Stay with us because I got way more to talk about.
Welcome, welcome everyone back to the Big P Show where everything goes on Big P. Thank you for joining us and coming back for our next segment. Um, I want to talk about right now, we're going to do some P talk. Um, I want to talk about if homeless people should be able to own pets. I feel like that, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's an honest question. I don't feel like too many people are talking about it. Um, you know, I was doing some reading. Um, you know, and they say pets can provide, you know, you know, therapy, their therapy dogs and, and their traveling companions and, you know, and a, a lot of homeless people have dogs. You know, I work, I work in San Francisco. I see a plenty of homeless people and, you know, I've seen homeless people with dogs and, you know, for the, for the most part, I see a lot of the homeless people with their dogs and the dogs look scared, malnourished, their tails tucked, uh, just giving off all those signs of like, Hey, come help me type shit. Right? Like, Hey bro, I need some help over here. You know? And, 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 you know, the other day I seen a homeless just like basically dragging his dog cause the dog didn't want to walk no more. They probably had been walking forever, was thirsty. He was just dragging the dog with with the collar, right? So the dog's just laying on the floor. He's just dragging the dog, yelling at the dog. Uh, definitely mental health there. There's definitely mental illness with a lot of it. So, you know, in my opinion, I would say that I see more neglectful dogs that are with homeless than not. There was a time where I've seen a, I've seen a homeless lady with a little dog and... Oh my God, she was taking care of the dog. She was, you know, just amazing with the dog, right? Just great, you know? And that's in public. We don't know what people do when they're alone with their pets, but especially homeless, right? And so I would just say that it's more common for me to see homeless ne neglecting their dog, being abusive to their dogs, um, and just like malnourished. Like, you think about it, like, I, I see homeless, like I see real life homeless and they're digging in the trash and eating. Okay, so like if you can't even get food for yourself, how are you supposed to take care of that dog? Right? Like, how are you giving that dog food? What are you giving that dog food? You know, and, and when you get into your bipolar, maybe PTSD, when you get into one of your rages, I'm sure, I'm sure that you take it out on your dog. I'm sure that a lot of these dogs are being hit and abused. You know, and I just felt like that, in my opinion, I don't think homeless people should have dogs. In, in fact, I've, I've already spoken with my wife about this. I'm like, if I see a homeless person with a dog, should I go approach that homeless person and ask to buy the dog off them? Right? Pull out a hundred bucks or whatever. Pull out a hundred bucks, give the homeless person a hundred dollars and say, can I buy your dog off you? You know, maybe they will, maybe they won't. You know, it, it, it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Now, I know some people are going to be like, no, you can't take the dogs from the homeless. Look, a lot of these dogs, they're doing bad. If you go to San Francisco and you see some of the homeless people with the dogs that they have, you would also be like, oh, yeah, we need to take that dog from that person. You know, but obviously, I, I, you know, I, I don't think it's a crime in California. Um... You know, to have homeless people should have dogs. But just again, in my opinion, I don't think homeless people should be able to own dogs just based on the fact that they're homeless. They're hungry. They have no shelter. So that means the dog's hungry. 
the dog's homeless, and the dog has no shelter. Like, I understand we, we, you know, we can't even get shit right for the homeless people, right? But there's a lot of fucking dog lovers out there. And, you know, we, people love dogs more than they love humans in a lot of cases. It, it's real. So, like, some people might look at a homeless and be like, oh, fuck you. And then see the dog and be like, oh, I love your dog. And at that point, that's where I say, you should offer them the money and be like, hey, can I buy your dog off you? And then, you know, I don't know, basically that's a rescue, right? You rescued the dog from the homeless. I think that's a thing. I think dogs need to be rescued from homelessness or from homeless people. Because again, I see it firsthand. The other day, I seen a guy just dragging the dog because the dog was tired. He just wanted to lay down. He was dragging the dog. He, he actually had the dog tied to his basket, his little shopping cart basket. And he was pushing it dragging the dog in San Francisco I've seen it I've seen I've seen people yelling at their dogs I've seen dogs with their tails tucked like I've seen it all bro so like you know again in my opinion I don't think they should have dogs I don't think a lot of people should have dogs I'm not really a dog lover myself right but at the same time I'm not out there abusing dogs either right like I'm not out there hitting dogs and doing shit like that fucking dragging dogs down the street you know um so I just feel like that it's it's a topic that a lot of people are not talking about. Um, and I just feel like that people shouldn't, homeless people shouldn't be able to have dogs. And I know some people are going to be upset about that and be like, no, they need it for their mental wellness. That's their companion. But at what point does the companion become a punching bag? <laughs> or like, you know, uh, 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 somebody I could scream at and... and, and you know, hit or whatever. Like, I understand some some homeless people really do love their dogs. And maybe there's levels to this shit, right? So there's levels to it. If if you got a dog and you're homeless, you know, I know what it's like. I know what it is to be homeless. I come from a homeless spot, right? Like, I've been homeless before. And there's tears to homelessness. There's definitely tears. There's people that are homeless, that look, smell, and act homeless. And then there's people like me who were homeless, but didn't look it, didn't smell it, did, didn't didn't act like a homeless. I was homeless. I was in a shelter. I was using the shelter to rest and shower. And during the day, I was working, doing what I got to do. You know, four years later, five years later, boom, bam, everything amazing in my life, going to get better. We, we, we love life. Um, but yeah, there's definitely levels to this homeless shit. Now, there's, I've seen homeless people where they're shitting on themselves, they're peeing on themselves, and, and, and nobody's there to help them. Then they get up and yell at their dog or kick their dog. That's their dog, bro. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, that's their dog. This dude's full of shit and piss and talking shit to his dog or hitting his dog. I'm not going to approach this motherfucker full of piss and shit. Like, who would, right? Like, just think about it. You know, like you see somebody over there full of piss and shit, but he's hitting the dog. You're going to try to like say what's up, like, hey, what's going on? But as soon as you start smelling this funky motherfucker, you're going to be like, oh, hold on. Back the fuck up. You know what I mean? But again, I just feel like there's levels to this shit of homelessness. And, you know, if you compare me when I was homeless to somebody who has been homeless for, I don't know, let's say the last 10 years and we'll call that uh, generational homelessness, uh, you know, they're, that's their lifestyle. That's a homeless lifestyle, right? He's 10 years in, got the mental health, been on the streets, 
you know, just talking to himself. I feel like at that point, he shouldn't be able to have a dog. If you were like me, where I'm up, I'm showered, I'm out there working, I don't look homeless, I don't act homeless, I, I don't, you know, I don't do homeless shit. Yeah, okay, you can have a dog, bro. Have a dog because you're not on that level of that homeless over there where he's fucking, you know, mental illness, mental health, needs a lot of help. And, and that's just all I'm saying. People, people, sh- you know, companionship, it says homeless, homelessness can be very isolating experience and pet companionship is known to help, excuse me, people feel happier and live longer more rewarding lives. In some cases, a pet is the only source of love for someone who is sleeping on the streets. It, you know, I I get it. I get it. You know, that's a companion. It's with you. I get it, bro. Like, you know, I get all that, but at at some point, uh at some point, you know, when you're abusing the animal, you're you're we're being neglectful as a society and saying Oh, it's just mental illness. He needs to have a, a, a companion with him. No, motherfucker. He's hitting the dog. He needs to be in a hospital and seeing psychiatrists and, and taking medication and, and getting all the fucking help he can be, all the help he can get, right? He shouldn't be dragging a dog around San Francisco. Like, that dog should not be in his custody. Period. You know? Again, there's levels to this shit of homelessness. You know? So... I don't know. There's 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 a lot of stuff on homelessness. One challenge for someone who is homeless is that most shelters and SROs, I don't know what SROs is, do not accept pets or animals. It is often difficult part uh difficult to part with an animal who is such a such a close companion with puts which puts both of them out on the streets. Next time you see, uh, the next time you see a homeless person with an animal companion, remember that 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 they are likely more to have a story than you might imagine. Remember that there is likely more to the story than you might imagine. A little compassion can go a long way. So send a smile, lend a hand when you can talk to a homeless person and the pet. Fuck that. Send a smile, offer a hundred dollars for the pet, and keep it moving. That's what I say. That's what the fuck I say. You know, again, levels to this shit, man. If if you're a homeless person that's fucked up in the head and been on the streets 20 years plus and, and you're just a homeless lifestyle, you got the you got the mental health, you got the PTSD, whatever the fuck you got going on, you should not own a fucking dog. If you're Big P and you've only been homeless for about a year or two years and, and you know, you're showering on the daily, you're maintaining your hygiene, you're looking good, you're going to work, you're homeless, bro. It's okay. You should still be able. You should be able to own a dog. I'm homeless, but I'm 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 not in that category of being a homeless, right? Like there's categories to that shit, man, for sure. Um, again, I'm not a dog lover. Uh, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, my my wife, she's she's uh a dog lover. I'm not really into dogs like that. I know people are gonna crush me for that. How can you not love dogs? How can you? It's not that I don't love dogs. It's just, you know, I don't know, like. They're cool. Some dogs are cool. I I don't ever ha- remember having a bad experience with dogs. Um, I don't know. I just <sighs> fucking dogs, right? They're always 
they're up to something. They're always doing something, man. And I just, I don't know if I just don't have the time. Um, it says writing right here, according to the uh, petsoftenhomeless.org, about 5 to 10% of homeless people have a pet, though it's hard to number the capture. Uh, you might be wondering why, why would someone who is homeless have a pet? There's a variety of reasons. You might see someone sleeping on the streets with an animal from companionship to health. A loving pet can be a lifeline when loving without a home or support or social support. Here are a few more perspectives to keep in mind the next time you see a pooch with or a feline with a guardian who is experiencing homelessness. Uh, the situation is temporary. In, in, some, in most cases, homelessness is a transitional phase for both the person and the animal. While around 18% of homeless people are chronically homeless, over 80% are between homes. I guess I'm in uh, the 80%. Uh, in most of these cases, the individuals had the pet while living in previous homes <clears throat> and continue to take care of it while on the streets. So I get that. Uh, again, though, your mental illness. So even if, you're, even if you weren't homeless, right? You're not homeless. Uh, you have a lot of mental health. You're living in the house. You're about to be evicted to be homeless. That dog should not be allowed to go with you to the streets. I know that's your dog. I know it is. Like, you probably paid for it or whatever. But, bro, you got mental health. And you're going to probably be yelling at this dog. Again, I've seen dogs with homelessness, with homeless people, tucking their tails. Uh, not trying to go with their owners. Sometimes I think, wait, this dog is probably stolen. You know, I, I, see, I see the dogs, like, trying to get away from this dude. Right? Or girl. I'm like, I'm like, damn, maybe, maybe that's not even his dog, you know, uh, and I've seen, I've seen, like I said earlier, damn homeless person dragging the dog. The dog was hooked up to the, the shopping cart that he had all the stuff in. He's just pushing the cart and the dog, the dog is just dragging. So yeah, my opinion again, it won't end with this. I feel like that there's levels to homelessness. Um, I feel like that. Um, you know, if you're on that level, you're on that tier where you got the mental health, the PTSD, your, your chronic homelessness. And I don't want to hear the shit. I'm in between homes. No, fuck, fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're homeless and you've been in the struggle for 20 years plus, you got the, you got the mental health and the PTSD and you got all that shit going for you. I don't think you should own a pet. My opinion, hate me or love me. I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. Big P show where everything goes, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. You know, it's funny because a lot of these people in San Francisco, they see the homeless and they see what I see. How many people step up and say anything? I haven't seen not one, but yet and still we got a bunch of dog lovers. They only look, they only watch, they don't say shit. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those things I thought I'd bring up. Um, not too many people talk about it. Uh, should homeless people have pets? And not, in my opinion, I say no. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Uh, wrap up the show. Uh, got a few more things I want to talk about before we get up out of here. Thank you guys so much for joining me.
Welcome, welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Big P Show, where everything goes. I'm Big P, and I'm your host. Uh, just w- kind of want to follow up on what we spoke about today. We, you know, we're talking about the president, and we're talking about the Capitol, and the young lady who got shot. Um, we're talking about her husband. Um, in my opinion, he's a piece of shit. I know it's harsh. I know I don't know the dude. I know I don't know anything about the story. But what I do know, and this is facts, this is what the fuck I do know is that he allowed his wife to get on the plane by herself and go to D.C. Like a chump. He should have packed his fucking bags and got on the fucking plane with her and went and had her six. That's what the fuck he should have did. And he didn't. He's a bitch for that. Your your wife might still be alive today if you would have went with her. You know, I, I heard something on the news where Oh, she was passionate about Trump. Yeah, motherfucker, a lot of people are passionate. But aren't you passionate about your wife? Why would you allow your wife to go? And I get it. 14-year vet. You know, she's a veteran, right? She's fucking around a lot of men. And, the, you know, the, the, the army's preferably, not preferably, but the majority of men, right? The women are the minority in the, in the military. So, you know, you're a 14-year vet. You, you, you're rubbing shoulders with a lot of men. And, you know, maybe she was the man of the relationship. Like I said, maybe she's wearing the 501s and he's wearing the skinny jeans. I don't fucking know. And I don't know what type of conversations they had. If he tried to deter her. If he tried to convince her not to go. If he did everything in his power for her to stay home. At the end of the day, if you did or did not do that, you still allowed your wife to get on the plane and go by herself to Washington instead of packing a bag, you stupid shit, and having her six. You know, you should have had her six, man, straight out. You should have fucking went with her or you should have fucking put your fucking foot down and said, no, you're not going. Like... I'm your husband and I'm making this call. I'm putting I'm putting my foot down in this relationship. And and I feel like husbands have the right to do that. It, it you know, and I feel like wives have the right right to do that also, you know, situational. It it you know, this was a situation where he's like, you know, and I'm just I'm just thinking about the conversation I would have had and I'm trying to compare it. You know, he's probably like, Okay, babe, go have a good time. We'll see you in a couple of days. Just a normal conversation, right? Not once did he ever think he was not going to see his wife again. You tell me that? I'm thinking I might not ever see my wife again. But that's just me. Because I know how these protests are going nowadays. The protests are not peaceful protests. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't give a fuck what anybody does. Protests are not peaceful. They will not be peaceful moving forward. There will be a time where maybe we can have a peaceful protest. But not anytime soon. If you're going to a protest, be ready to be pepper sprayed, be be hit, be thrown, be in this case, be shot at, be shot and killed. Be ready for all that because that's the possibilities, right? Like, yeah, I know some people are like, we're going to go protest and we're going to get the fuck out. We're out of there. You might have that mindset, but once the shit gets rocking and rolling, you know, that mindset's gone. Like, shit starts getting frantic. People start doing shit. Like, it, it gets crazy. All I'm saying at the end of the day is he's a piece of shit for not packing a bag and getting on the plane with her and going to have her six in Washington. 
she might have been a she might have been alive excuse me might have been alive today and i just you know i i condemn him for that i i my wife tells me that girl i'm putting my fucking foot down you ain't going anywhere you're not going to that fucking protest that's me i'm the man she has to listen to me like i have to listen to her you know and if if this would have been if if this was a situation where i put my foot down on my wife and then she puts her foot down back towards me and be like no i'm going and we're at a standoff and we're not getting anywhere because she's fucking, you know, you know, on that whole I want to go and, and she's determined to go. Then I'm packing a bag and I'm rocking with you. Let's go. That's me, though. See, not everybody, not everybody moves the same. That's me. That's how I operate. You know what I mean? I'm not going to let my wife go out there and be by herself. I'm not going to do it. So, again, fuck him. He, you know, he's nowhere now, right? Like, he's got to live with that. She's gone. He's got to live with that. You know, and he's gets, he gets to watch the videos over and over of her being shot and killed. He has to live with that. And shame on him for having to do that. Shame on him. And then we're, you know, we're talking uh, homeless people. And if they, uh, homeless people should be able to own pets. And, you know, in my opinion, I feel like homeless people should not be able to own pets. I feel like homelessness, there's levels to this shit, right? So, like, like I was discussing earlier, like, you know, if you're homeless, it's cool to have a pet. But if you're homeless and you're mental illness and you've been chronically homeless for the last 20 years and, and you just... You know, you're talking to yourself and you're you're yelling in the middle of the street. And you, I don't think you should have a dog. You shouldn't be able to own a dog. Matter of fact, it should be illegal for you to own a dog. It should be against the law if you're homeless, chronically, mental health, PTSD, depression, bipolar, whatever whatever you have. If you're out there in the middle of the street with no shoes on and, and, and just making it seem you should not be able to own a pet. It should be against the law for you to own a dog, in my opinion. And, you know, like I said, my, I, I'm, I'm straight out. I call it like I see it. I don't really give a fuck what anybody thinks. Um, you come at me with that shit like, oh, well, they need companionship. Okay, then you go see how a homeless treats a pet because I've seen it. Don't tell me shit, bitch. I've seen how homeless people treat their pets. Have you? Probably not. In some cases, yeah. And you know what I would say to you? And I challenge people, do this. You see a homeless person with a pet, go offer them 50 to 100 bucks for that pet and see if they take it. And take the animal and drop them off at a shelter or rescue them or do something. Because you got all these animal lovers out there watching. And I see, I see a lot of these people in San Francisco. They all got their pets and they're just like, Walking around the homeless and walking around their dog, and the homeless is like just dragging their dog, right? Yelling at the dog, and they don't do shit. Like, they're scared to say something. Nobody has no balls anymore to say anything. Everybody got to be PC, everybody's got to be correct. I don't give a fuck, bro. What the fuck you doing to the dog? Here, here's 50 bucks. Give me the fucking dog, bro. Here's 100 bucks. Give me the dog. Like, have some balls. Speak up. Speak up, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what we're talking about today. Um, you know, and that, that's going to be it for today, guys. Um, thank you for joining me. Had a really 
great show. Um, going to be doing this once a week. Hopefully, I can bring great content. And this is just my first episode, so hoping to see you guys next time.